You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. We are taking a look at Matt Williamson's Power Rankings 1.0 today, a snapshot of how these teams look heading into week one. We've got a lot of fun stuff as we preview the season predictions and awards and Super Bowl predictions and over-under win totals is a program that's on its way. And I know some folks have been asking about some of those shows. And we had the extra week with no preseason game here. So uh, we have some time to dip into some of those things before we actually start previewing the real games next week. Of course, you can get ready for our next Twitter episode at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Get those questions in early to us. I want to let you guys know about Run Your Pool. Today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on. So you can go to the website, runyourpool.com slash locked on. If you're doing a survivor pool, by the way, we will be running a survivor pool with our listeners through runyourpool.com slash locked on, or you can just use the promo code locked on at checkout. Power rankings, Matt. This is going to take the whole episode. Uh, I, we both have filled out the power rankings for the network, and we're going to be doing that regularly. And so um, my mine is not public. It's just going to be mixed in with all the other hosts as we all put our separate power ranks together. And then there will be uh, some tweets and some talk about how we all ranked them together. But this is your list, Matt, going into week one. And I'll talk about some of mine and how they might differ big from yours. But I think we should just get into it and count it from 31 to 1 and maybe stop and talk about the rookie quarterbacks which we have been meaning to talk about this week with those teams because I think some things can really change especially with those teams and potential high-end quarterback play but we don't know if that quarterback play is going to be high-end today. 100% true and real quick I want to stop and smell the roses for a minute I mean it's it's now September one week from today is opening night. I mean, oh, baby, Ooh. you know, I'm going away for Labor Day weekend. I've told the fans about that many times. Best weekend of the year with all my high school buds. So that's the perfect time to unwind before regular season week kicks in. And how about this, BP? I mean, I think we had the conversation of, are you a shorts guy? Are you a pants guy? And I always am in shorts <laughs> and a T-shirt. I actually went out yesterday in shorts, t-shirt, flip-flops, and was chilly for the first time in Woo. about five months or so. It just felt like football. Wow, okay. You're going to have to dust that? off the yeah. long pants, get those out of the, the bottom of your sure. drawer, and, and dress like a like a real grown like man like I do, even <laughs> when it's 90 degrees. No. I, I, so I changed, living in San Francisco for 15 years, it's 60, 65 degrees every day, so it's pants every day. I moved out to the Burbs where you're getting that legitimate Central Valley heat where it's 100 degrees in the summer. So I've been in shorts for six months since like maybe four months. And it's like, okay, yeah, starting to get a little chillier seeing that the the average every day of that temperature kind of falling. It's like, okay, it is starting to get to pants weather, which means it's football weather. Yeah, it, it felt like football here yesterday. It was a lot of rain. It was overcast. It was a little bit chilly just walking to my car. I'm like, yeah, it's gearing up. Let's go. Team? So on that note, yeah. <laughs> it's power rank time, power you know, ranks. and I know we have some new listeners. We should have more and more spread the word, leave us reviews. We don't tell you to do that enough, but here's how I do power ranks. And please dispute anything. As you said, I just look at how good these teams are right now. 
And I always use this example. If there was a round-robin tournament in Wichita, Kansas, and nobody had a home field advantage, and I think they would end up in this order. I'm not predicting their wins. I don't care about strength of schedule. I don't care about things like, well, they had good fumble luck last year. You know I mean? I'm just talking about how good these teams are mm-hmm. right now going into the season. And I plan on doing it every couple weeks or month or whatever and just checking up. And I like seeing the progress. Like, boy, I can't believe I had that team fifth overall. Like last year, at this time, I had the Eagles and Cowboys like six and seven, yeah. you know, and it didn't go that way. Yeah, it's so much can change. And year to year in the NFL, and it's a small sample league, 16 games. So a team can get lucky and, and win oh, yeah. many more games than they were supposed to. And, of course, there can be big injuries. And so we're not factoring in a ton of that stuff. You're just looking at these teams on paper coming into the season with the scout's eye, right? Like, oh, these teams should be best 32 to 1. Exactly. So starting 32 to 1, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I got Detroit 31 and I have Houston 32. I mean, is there any kind of argument for anyone else to be 31 or 32? No, that that is exactly how I had them ranked. <laughs> Houston 32, Detroit 31. It's really hard to argue. Maybe you could swap those two, but I think Detroit will bite enough kneecaps off to, uh, to, to win mm-hmm. a game or two, and I don't know if there's a win on Houston's schedule right now. So... But they probably will be. This is the NFL, and uh, these guys have some pride in their grown men out there, and even the worst teams have some good football players on them. So um, I'm not projecting 0-17, the first ever 0-17 team, but I wouldn't be completely shocked if that's how it turned out. So um, I would probably – there's not many things I would fight about with power rankings, but you would have to come with a pretty strong argument to put anybody below 30 that's not Detroit and Houston. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, quick Texans note, just, we just didn't throw it out there yesterday. They plan on keeping Deshaun Watson on their active roster and just having him inactive every game. Um, and I guess that's all they can do. They're not going to cut him and put him on the practice squad. He's going to get picked up. You know, you got to live mm-hmm. with them, but they're not going to play him. So, so be it. He's just going to be a Texan basically in name. If Houston were to win a game, maybe it would be against the 30th team that they play twice, Jacksonville. I was hoping I would have them higher than this. And I know the preseason is something you shouldn't look too much into, but not great mojo. They don't block anybody. ATN's got hurt. You know, there's trades going on. Minshew and Schobert. And is Henderson next or Chark? You know, so I just don't think they're a very good football team right now. And this is the best by far opportunity for the Texans to win a game, much like the Jaguars last year. They won week one and then ran the table with L's the rest of the way. The Texans are at home against the Jaguars week one. New coaching staff. You don't know what to expect from this team. Both teams have new coaching staffs. Is a rookie quarterback going for the Jaguars? Texans are at least going to have a veteran quarterback. This is the sneak attack game. If the Texans were to win a game, this is probably the one I would bet they would win. It's a good point. I mean, how do you prepare for the Texans right now? (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, no idea what you're going to see from them. They may not be talented, but at least they have the element of surprise. 29 is the New York Jets for you. Are you not buying the the new talent on the roster, the new young quarterback, the new coaching staff in New York? Because I feel like this team should have some helium, but the problem is, where do you stack them? Because you, you need to see it still, right? Exactly. I, I feel like I'm being a little hard on them, and, and frankly, it's tough to do the bottom of the list this time of year. Usually the middle's the hardest, but this time of year, everyone's healthy. There's more optimism. The bottom of the list, I always feel bad for these teams, but somebody has to be there. 
So I have the Bengals at 28 and the Jets at 29. And I just wanted to lump them together because I have really high hopes for the offenses, the young quarterbacks. You know, I think those sides of the ball are going well for these teams. The Jets offensive line, I think, is promising. And I like what they're building around Wilson, who looks good. I just think the Jets D is in for a long season as well as the Bengals, you know, losing Lawson. I know they traded for the other Lawson, but that's not an evil equal swap of Lawson's. Their corners are really bad um, since he's really light on talent on that side of the ball too. So I don't think as good as these offenses are, they're going to win shootouts with Burrow and Wilson quite yet. Cincinnati Bengals at 28. This is, I think if you, and when we look at these locked on network power rankings and the consensus from all the hosts, I think those will be your your bottom five will be the bottom five in some way. I think so too. And, and Cincinnati is still there, and I think there's a lot of optimism in Cincinnati for them to climb out of that bottom five teams. But again, sort of like the Jets, who do you place them over? Who are you really really confident that this is going to be a better team than? And that's why they're going to end up here, but probably at the at the top of the bottom five, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly, and. Going the right direction, it's just hard to get out of the bottom five. I mean, going from perennial loser to average NFL team, 16, 17, 18, is a massive jump and doesn't usually happen overnight. So um, I, I will say these next two teams I'm about to bring up, though, I'm probably lower on than consensus. One of them's a, a playoff team. And I think it's going to be a rough year for these two teams. Okay, let's pause on that. And I thought you might. That because... I agree with you wholly on one and disagree with you wholly on the other of those next two teams you're talking about. Teams 27 through number one in the NFL going into the 2021 season next. Let's make the most of this football season, shall we? There is a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or for the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete this NFL season. The season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Getting ready for that regular season. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. Okay, Matt, we teased it. Who are those two teams at 27 and 26 that you think you have lower than most folks? Yeah, I have the Bears at 27, Ooh. Vegas at 26. And I know these teams collectively won their share of games last year. I mean, Chicago went to the the, the, uh, the postseason. I love Justin Fields. I just think that line might be right in line with the worst in the league. The skill position talent is better. It's okay, but it's not top 15 or 16 for sure. 
And I think the defense takes a step back, you know, different coaching staff, light on corners. And as much as I like Fields, he's not even starting yet. So right now I'm projecting them as the Andy Dalton-led Bears. So this is the one I disagree with you on. I don't know that they're going to be a playoff team again, but they were a playoff team last year, and they got better at quarterback even if Andy Dalton is the starter. And I think they have potential to really scare some teams with Justin Fields when he's in the game. So that's why even if maybe, you know, you have some questions about the secondary, like the safeties, the corners, iffy, I think they're still strong up front. So I think the Bears can continue, and I think a bad line really won't affect Justin Fields as much as it does Andy Dalton. So this team could be better, say, week six on or whenever Justin Fields end up getting in there. Maybe it's week two. Maybe it's week one. I don't know. But uh, I'm kind of bullish on the Justin Fields-led Chicago Bears. I think there's going to be some wild ups and downs potentially, but I think that they're better than a couple of teams ahead of them on this list at the very least. Well, I don't think you were listening to the beginning of the podcast though, BP. I mean, they are not the Justin Fields led bears, but that's, that's sort of my point is the Andy Dalton bears are still better than the Trubisky bears. I think I agree. And if this was definitely the fields bears, I would probably bump them up a few harder to play against. And I understand where you're coming from, but uh, someone's got to be 27. That's you true. Know? Are, are you with me on Vegas, though? I think they're Vegas should be 27. Uh, uh, Vegas, yeah, okay. and, uh, can we lump these next two teams in? Because uh, you yep. have Vegas at 26, Philadelphia Eagles at 25, and I believe I am as low or lower on both those teams than you are. I think I had wow. Philly at 27 and Vegas at 26, exactly where you have them. Uh, I might have had Vegas over one of the teams coming up here at 24. New York Giants, I guess we can say Giants, that. Put those yeah. in the list. So you have it. Uh, going from top to or from bottom to top, twenty-seven. You have Chicago, Vegas, Philly, New York. I mm-hmm. had it, Philly, New York Giants, Vegas. I think on my list, all those teams. I am not hopeful for that they're going to make some miraculous playoff run. And I think Philly is, I think, the worst team coming into this because I, I just think there's way too many questions there. Okay, I'm glad you did lump those four together because they are a tier to me. They kind of stand alone as a four-pack of pretty bad. Uh, Giants O-line, horrible. Don't think their quarterback can make up for it. But I think their defense has a chance to be really good. Eagles are all about the lines of scrimmage, defense and offense. And I think they'll be quite good there. But they're not a deep team. They have quarterback problems. They're not a very good team. And I don't think many people are going to argue that. I just don't see where Philly's better than last year. Vegas is weird because... I just O-line think, help for Eagles to me. Uh, health yes, is, yeah. will at least keep them swimming. That's you know? good. Uh, Vegas is worse on the line, which is one of their strengths yes. last year. They're, I just look at that roster, and it's not great anywhere. And they've got a tough schedule that's getting more difficult, too, uh, in that AFC West. The New York Giants are just still the New York Giants. I, I think yep, that is a, I think the Bears belong in the next group of teams. So I okay, have the, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm higher on the Bears, but... There's a group of teams here that we should move into. At 23 for you is the Atlanta Falcons. I think that's kind of where the Bears are for me, and along with the Carolina Panthers, who have some helium, but sort of like the New York Jets, uh, they could be anywhere in here. we still got to see it. Yeah, I'm going to throw the Saints there at 21 just because there are three NFC South teams. Needless to say, Tampa's nowhere close to this neighborhood, and the three teams that they play in that division are 21 to 23, in my opinion, or at least in that neighborhood I do expect some better things in Atlanta. Like, for example, their DVOA was pretty good last year. So they were a better team than their record. And I do think coaching will help. And 
Pitts, but they their defense isn't very good either. They didn't, yeah, they didn't upgrade the right. defense. And no, I, you know, Pitts, while he's going to be a superstar, I think a rookie tight end is not going to replace a healthy Julio Jones either. So the, you no, know, they right. didn't get better on offense. They still have Matt Ryan. Maybe the coaching staff helps that offense and defense be better. But I just don't see where they're better yet uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. So they're kind of yeah. just in that zone. Carolina and New Orleans are two of the most difficult because if you said that either one of those teams in the playoffs, you'd be like, okay, yeah, Sean Payton. I'll buy it. I'm never yeah, going right. to sell uh, Sean Payton and making the playoffs. The Carolina Panthers are, are doing a lot of great things. And maybe Sam Darnold you know, find something special. But if you told me both of those teams were like just a disaster and won four games this year, I don't think I'd be that shocked either. Right, right. And all three of these teams, I really like their coaching staffs. Two of them are new. One of them is very established. I think the Saints' depth is really problematic, but they have an O-line and they have a defense. So, uh, you know, th- th- that's something. Uh, I wish they had more skill talent. You talk about it a lot. I think Carolina's young defense is really coming along well. I have my questions about Darnold, but I think he's in a pretty good spot to succeed. Bad O-line, though. Right. So much better coaching and so much better weapons for Darnold than he's ever had. So that's where the optimism comes from for him. And if he can't figure it out, then Carolina's back at it trying to find a quarterback next year. Yeah. And I know we need to hustle along these next two, Minnesota 20, Indy at 19. I thought I'd have higher than this, but it's just recent bad mojo, you know, where are these teams at right this minute? The Vikes and the Colts. Uh, I, I'm not getting any good vibes. Injuries. Um, you know, Darisaw is not playing. Some some COVID stuff. You know, Irv Smith. We know all the stuff going on in Indy. So I'm hoping this is the lowest they ever are. But I don't feel good about either team right this minute. This is the portion of the podcast where I put your Twitter handle out there, at WilliamsonNFL, because <laughs> this is where fans are going to start getting really mad at you. I think most fans, you know, from 22 down, expect to see their teams in the bottom half of a list like this, even if they know yeah. and believe their team's going to be better. They they know they're not there yet or, or won't be respected by the national media quite yet. Uh, when you start talking about the Saints the Vikings, the Colts, and you have them here below, you know, below the halfway point, this is where you're going to start getting some angry tweets, I think. Yeah, and probably these next couple too because there's high hopes, they're going in the right direction, there's good mojo, but someone has to be 18, 19, you know, I mean, it's right. not an easy list to make. But I don't disagree with you about Minnesota and Indianapolis. It's kind of the zone I had them in when I made my power rankings as well. Uh, a tough one is Arizona, who comes in at number 18 they were for hard. you. It's such a I, tough, I didn't know what to do with them. It's a tough division. They have a tougher schedule than some teams in their division. The 49ers have but one of the easiest schedules in yet. the NFL. Uh, yeah. And it's like, man, it's just game after game. Cliff Kingsbury. There's still some questions with, with how they can cover people on defense. There's just so many questions, even though if you put them in the NFC East, I would say, oh, the Cardinals are going to win that division. You might have them up at number 12 or something or 10 in this power rankings you know even if it was the same team just putting them in a different division it's just it's tough for me to see where this team in in Arizona ends up in the playoffs you know yeah, uh, right. you know winning a division it's just so hard for them right now yeah and I expect them to be better than their record standings indicate when it's all said and done but I don't have extreme faith in Kingsbury I mean I'd like some of their offseason additions to win now and again I only care about right now but, you know, how long are A.J. Green and Watt and those guys going to hold up? But again, I don't care about what they look like in Week 15. So I think they're going to be a decent team right now. Major corner problems, but some speed and some 
some defensive playmakers, Buda Baker, Chandler Jones, you know, so they're kind of right in the middle. Right, and a lot of these teams in the middle, you're nitpicking because they're very close it's and hard. it's hard to stack some of these teams. You have the Denver Broncos at number 17. Did you move them up with Teddy Bridgewater winning that quarterback competition or were would you have had them higher yeah. with Drew Locke? Because I feel like they should move up with Teddy B because I, I just like with the formula with play defense, don't make a ton of mistakes on offense. They've got weapons on offense. They should be able to run the ball. They should be able to, you know, um, find enough playmakers in the passing game, even with, you know, uh, a quarterback that's not going to be slinging the ball all over the yard every weekend. Vic Fangio, big fan of his. I think he's one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL. I'm a little bullish on Denver, but it's hard to put them in the top 10 or anything like that either. Right. And to answer your question, yes, I'm not a Teddy fan. I'm not a Locke fan. But I just think right now, I don't care about big picture. They're hard to play against with Bridgewater. You know I mean, like he's historically known for Teddy plus four. He'll get, he'll only lose by three. You know, I mean, he, he always covers the spread. He keeps it close. And that's a middle of the road team to me. That's hard to play against good defense and, and a lot of talent. Is Miami at 16 based on how they played last year, the coaching staff, a big step for Tua? Do you see this team actually making noise in the NFC East, or do you think they're a little ways away still? I think there's a lot of variance with this team because I really trust the coaching staff. I'm a Tua believer, and I love the weapons they put around them. And I think the defense is quite good, is very well coached. I don't know that they can create turnovers like they did last year, which is, and that brings me back to Denver. Denver won't be as bad. Turnovers killed the Broncos last year. That won't be as big a deal for them. Um, but man, I wish Miami's offensive line was better. And there's just a lot of moving pieces and a lot of ifs. You're not going to project 10 interceptions for Xavier Howard again? Well, I mean, he gets his, his hands on the football. I he mean, does. 10 uh, is a lot. He might, get, yeah, he's might get six, you know, but he's not get that. Which is still crazy good. Yeah, it's still crazy good. The Dallas Cowboys coming in at number 15. I think you're a little higher on the Cowboys than I am. I like the Broncos more than the Cowboys. Um, I think Dallas, I would put about five spots lower in that Minnesota Indy category, New Orleans category, where, yeah, okay, it could go well, but it could go very bad. And I'm still oh, not yeah. sure exactly what Dak we're going to see. Right. No, I looking at this in second glance maybe I would have them two or three spots lower but my logic was I expect the defense to be bad okay but not as bad you know I mean they had so many coverage errors and mental mistakes like they're just gonna have a simple defense and at least won't just hand people big plays and there's a little more young talent on that side of the ball mm -hmm. I also don't think that they're gonna turn the ball over like they did I mean or the first half of the season it was a remarkable number of turnovers and I think it might be one of the best offenses in the league. Is there a big tier break before Team 14 or after Team 14 to Team 13 on your list? Uh, between 13 and 14. Okay. But I'm pretty confident that this team is the top of this tier. Okay, well, let's talk about Washington then uh, in okay. the NFC East. And that finishes our NFC East portion of this power rankings. You have Washington one spot ahead of Dallas at 14. I think they're well coached. I mean, that's strange to say about this organization and maybe has a a path and a plan. I think the defense is flat out elite. I think the offense will be way better, you know, and it'll be a little more volatile because they'll actually throw the ball down the field a little bit. And I think Gibson might be a star. 
So they're going to be my pick to win the division. Yes, uh, I would also pick them to win the division. And when you're talking about a team that could have the best defense in the NFL this year, it could definitely yeah. happen. That's a playoff team. And that's a team that's usually finishes with a record that's better than 14th best in the NFL. So that, they've yeah. got that going yeah. for them. Let's see what kind of fits shows up. Is it magic or is it tragic? And this will be like when we start doing division previews. I trust that coaching staff the most in that division. Dan Snyder might have got something right when he hired hired that coaching staff, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're doing a good job. All right. Let's move on to 13-1. to These are the projected playoff teams in the NFL this year, according to Matt Williamson. How did he pick nits here? How does he have 13-1 to ranked next? It's that time of year again. We're talking fantasy football. All eyes are now turning back to... The NFL, as teams are back on the gridiron to start this 2021 season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half million dollar NFL mega contest and the $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet online. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus using promo code Locked On. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing horse racing don't wait take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at bet online use promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts all right let me talk about rockauto.com they've been a really good friend of the locked on network now for a long time and they do amazing work and with all the increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, at a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything you're looking for. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available. Write locked on in their How did you hear about us box? They know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com okay matt here's the tier of playoff teams that you're pretty sure about are going to be the better teams in the nfl a little less volatility with these teams probably unless you know some big quarterback gets hurt or something like that you have the tennessee titans at 13 my only question with the titans is depth but if the stars are healthy this team should be good again and they've got an easy path to the playoffs in that division depending on what happens with the colts because there's a lot of variance with them too there, there is, and there's, there's a four-team tier right here, all AFC, and I looked at it, eight of my top 13 are AFC teams. So, you know, some of these teams are not going to make the playoffs, but uh, should I just throw them all out there now and just kind of buzz through them real quick? Sure, yeah, so, so you're talking 13 through 10? Yeah, they're a tier. 
Titans at 13, Patriots at 12, the Pittsburgh Stullers at 11, and the Chargers at 10. And I kind of feel like you could take those four and shuffle them up and see how that goes. And probably two of them end up in the playoffs when it's all said and done. And teams like New England has a much easier schedule than Pittsburgh, but I'm not looking at that right now. Um, Tennessee's defense worries me. The, the reliance on just a couple stars on offense worries me, but that could also hit huge. New England has a rookie quarterback. I mean, Mac Jones is a wonderful story, and I think it's the right move, but he's a rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be a top-10 player. And they don't really have the receivers, despite paying for them. Steelers' <laughs> O-line is a problem, and what's Ben going to do? And the Chargers are hard to count on, but they're, to me, the highest ceiling of this group. Yeah, the, the ceiling isn't that high for New England, but I think with what we right. saw with 7-9 and nine last year, Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Uh, they paid a lot to be mediocre, but I think that's kind of what Bill wanted. He's like, look, let's just not be terrible, and yeah. we're going to all do our jobs as we always have done for the last 20 years, and we'll win a bunch of football games. So that's kind of where New England is. They're, yeah, I agree they're in the bottom of the the teams that should be you know pretty good this year. Yeah, I mean, I think Bill looks at it like, I have a defense, I have an offensive line in a running game, and I'll, I'll coach I'll coach a couple teams and win a few in the margins that I shouldn't have and be great on special teams, and, and we'll get in the dance and go from there. Put it this way with New England, I'd be more shocked if they are last place in the NFC East than their first place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Right. So, Without um, question. But Miami and New England is going to be a fun one for second place if uh, I think we both agree that Buffalo is uh, one of the better teams in the NFL, and we're not going to talk about them for, for a bit here on this list. So Chargers, I want to mention them too really quick because I actually have Pittsburgh a little higher than you do, Matt, which is really, And I okay. think I have the 49ers maybe a little lower than you do by, by like one uh, or two. Not, not by, by much. Might, yeah. Not by much. Um, but the Chargers, the, I, I wish I had the guts to say, to just throw it out there and predict the Chargers to win the AFC West and maybe a little stumble from Kansas City this year because uh, I, I love where the Chargers are at right now, and I think they're going to be in trouble. I think Herbert's a superstar and mm -hmm. he's a line. I think that coaching staff's really, really good. Yeah, I think the Chargers are trouble, no doubt. Derwin James and Bosa, yeah. they've got some, some stars uh, all around that I think are going to help and better offensive line play. Love it. Love it Absolutely. for the Chargers. Seattle Seahawks coming in at number nine. If Russell Wilson gets hurt, they're like 25. But you can't have them not in the top 10 with with just the magic that Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll have put together there. Right. I don't have a lot more to add. I think that offense has a chance to be great. I'm betting on Wilson. I'm betting on Carroll. Um, but I don't think they're in the top tier. You know. But they'll, they'll play with anybody, and they'll be in it when it matters, and they're a, a, good, a good organization. And I wonder with so Shane, next team, with know. Shane Waldron at, at offensive coordinator there in Seattle, if we're going to see like you know some more high flying offense there, more like what we saw in the first half of last year than the second half of last year for Seattle, because that's scary oh, if I they play so. the full season like they did in the first half last year. I think they'll be a much more well rounded offense. You know, not reliant on the big play. Um, I think they'll be more balanced. They'll be smarter on that side of the ball. This was a really tough area for me to pick these teams yeah. that we, that I fully believe are playoff teams that are, that can be powerhouses this year. Uh, I, I would have sort of a, a tier from five to eight or so. Are, are those teams all pretty similar for you? Yep. Okay. They are. They are. Let's lump those together. We've got two groups of four here in the final eight. Uh, let, let, so eight through five for you, Matt, is Baltimore, Cleveland, Rams at six, 49ers, 
at five. I think I had the Niners at six when I did mine. So uh, I, I've, we both believe in the bounce back for San Francisco. The two-tiered quarterback thing, I don't know how that's going to look. Um, the one thing, and we talked about this on the, the ultimate NFL preview with the NFC West, with the rest of the NFC West hosts, the, the 49ers still have QB4 and QB5 in the division as of week one. That's the only thing holding them back from saying, okay, they're going to have a run like they did and go back to the Super Bowl. Some things still have to go right, and the defense is not going to be as good as it was in 2019. Yeah, and this tier of four comes from only two divisions. You know, I mean, who, who's going to win the, the West and the North? And they're the two best divisions, I think, in the league. And I've been leaning to Baltimore over Cleveland just because of trust factor, you know, kind of like we just talked about with Seattle. I'm going to give Harbaugh their special teams, Lamar, the benefit of the doubt. But just some bad mojo there, too. You know, Bateman, Dobbins, you know, they've had more negative things than mm-hmm. positive. So I've given Cleveland the slight bump there. But I'm a little wary. You know, is Cleveland ready to be a winner in this league? Right. I mean, are they ready? Uh, is Baltimore going to outcoach enough people? But you look at those two rosters on paper, give me Cleveland's roster all day, right? And me then, too. Me and too. Baker Mayfield. I think there's more. I think we can see a better Baker Mayfield this year than we saw last year. Right. And... I mean, they had a negative point differential last year. They won a playoff game here in Pittsburgh where Pouncey snapped the ball over Ben's head, and they were the better team, but they got a lot of gifts that day. I just don't know if they're ready to be a top-tier team. It's easier said than done, and damn, I've been in that building. It, they are a losing organization if there ever is one. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we, we didn't really um, mention much about the Rams. Uh, you know, the Stars and Scrubs lineup, uh, an injury or two, things could go really south, but they're a powerhouse team. They've won. And they're going to be they're going to be right there at one of the better teams yeah. in the NFL as long as things go as expected for the Rams this year. They were one of the best defenses in the league. They lose their coordinator, but I still think they're a top ten defense easily. And I think Stafford makes a huge difference for them. But I did put your Niners slightly ahead of them because right now they're healthy. You know, I'm not going to project injuries or anything like that. I think the defense is top ten ish, which is more than good enough for where their offense is. And I forget who said this. But I loved it, and if I were you, I'd recycle it like I'm recycling it now for your podcast. Is <laughs> I think when it's all said and done, the Niners' running game is going to be like if Shanahan and the Ravens had a running baby. Like it's going to be lethal. Like no, think I of get- the two hardest running games to deal with in the league right now is the Ravens and the Niners. I bet Shanny's been watching some Ravens tape going, what if I had a quarterback that could do that and mix my concept with that? Wow. <laughs> They're going to lean heavily on the run game, and that's going to be part of the the deal. And you're right. Um, it's If you mix in some of the zone stuff that's so hard to defend on top of how good they already are at running the ball and then play action, and, and Kyle Shanahan's one of the best play action play callers in the NFL. Uh, that's that's With going to be the 10 blockers. Right, exactly. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, that's that's one of the things that Shanahan talked about. It's 11 on 11 football instead of 10 on 11. Yep, yep. they're going to be scary. And both those, uh, so all four of those teams in that block, it's hard for them to be team one in the end just because they're going to beat up on each other because both divisions are so good with uh, mm-hmm. the NFC West and the AFC North. But they might be... 10 and 7 after a brutal schedule, go in the playoffs playing great and steamroll the league, you know? Yes. True. And we've seen that happen with, with mm-hmm. especially with uh, San Francisco and Baltimore very recently. Yeah. Team four for you is the Green Bay Packers, 13 and 3, two straight years. Is there any reasons why they can't do it again? 
No, no, I, I, I bought in. Took me a couple of years. Don't get me wrong. I think LaFleur is a really good coach. Rodgers, issues aside, I think he'll be awesome. I think the defense will be a lot better. I think it's a real sleeper defense. Um, I just couldn't put him ahead of the top three, which I'm sure people can figure out who they are. As long as Josh Allen doesn't fall on his face, the Buffalo Bills right. uh, could be even better. I think they've improved on defense. And if his arc continues, like look out for the Buffalo Bills. They're going to be higher than number three even. Yeah, my big key with them is the defense, like you mentioned, is they've spent so many resources, especially in the draft, on the defensive line. And last year, they were kind of like middle of the road in sacks, but they were really high in pressure percentage. So I think their pass rush might go from average to really good. And with the points they can put up on offense with a great pass rush, that's a tough team to beat. And more pressure on quarterbacks means the potential for more turnovers and, you know, some of those things, balls mm -hmm. bouncing different right. ways if you're if you're there a half step sooner. Um, so, yeah, a lot of problems to be created there by the Buffalo Bills on both sides of the ball. And that means two and one, as probably expected, and I expect this to be the order, and maybe Kansas City could overtake Tampa when we look at the whole Locked On Network's composite rankings, but you've got Kansas City two and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers one as they finished last year in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's not because the Bucs won. It's because they have fewer holes right now. I mean, what are we worried about with the Bucs, except for Tom Brady might get old. We've been saying that for seven years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, we'll just keep saying it until eventually everybody. it'll happen, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, at least at least the Chiefs have some questions to me. You know, yes. are there is their skill talent as scary as it was? Well, I mean, it's a little thinner. The O-line's rebuilt, but it should be better. Defense, you know, is, is good and opportunistic, but it's not as good as Tampa's to me. I was more confident last year in Kansas City than I am this year. And I would I would say I would probably put Buffalo over Kansas City for the two spot than I would put really? Kansas City over Tampa on paper going into the year for the one spot. I can understand that. Yeah, I would say that gap is probably a little smaller from two to three than one to two. But um, I had no hesitations with who the top three were. Yeah, and it's just because Tampa is so deep, and we already saw yeah. them beat Kansas City, right? But they're just so deep. They're good from top to bottom. They have the most important position, the best player ever playing there. They're well coached. There's just a lot going for Tampa Bay. That doesn't mean they will finish first again. They just uh, are in a really great spot and have a really great defense. I mean, they have four receivers and three tight ends and a really good line. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they have everything. Like, ship O.J. Howard out. Like, let somebody else work with that first-round talent, you know, instead of having him be tight end three for your roster. It's crazy. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, I think Gio Bernard's a nice little addition. I think a Joe Tryon's addition. a nice addition. You know, they didn't lose anything. Everything was just, you know, add a little piece here and there. They brought everybody Long back and then added a first-round defensive end who really looks the part there. So they might have yeah. to have some big discussions about some of these veteran players next offseason, but they brought everybody back. On paper, this is, a, this is the best team in the NFL. And they're well-coached. I like both coordinators a lot. You know, I mean, Brady leadership. I mean, they're... They're in very good shape, obviously. We probably don't have to spend a lot of time on the, the Bucks are good. Yeah, the Bucks are real good. There is Matt Williamson's Power Rankings 1.0. We will check in periodically once a month or so on how uh, the league stacks up, how these power rankings look. No doubt there will be some surprise teams in both directions, good and bad, throughout the 2021 season at Williamson NFL is where you can go yell at Matt if you don't like <laughs> yeah, how your team it. is ranked. And I'm sure you'll get some of those. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with 
What are we doing tomorrow? tomorrow? You know what? We didn't really talk about rookie quarterbacks there. We didn't have time to get too deep into, the, into the, that stuff. Maybe we can talk a little bit about rookie quarterbacks. Um, or we can just We're jump right into rookie our... rookie of the year here soon, so yeah. that'll correlate to rookie quarterbacks. Predictions awards. Yeah. Uh, we've got over-under win totals coming up, and then we're previewing games. So a lot to get yeah, to here in the next left. couple of weeks. Football's Absolutely. Coming. Love it. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.